Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. Today is my 20th episode, number 20. Where did the time go? Number 20. Like, that was 20 weeks ago when I started this podcast, which is insane because the time has gone by so fast, but then a part of me also feels like I've been doing this for a while. But then, like I said in a previous podcast, other people are like on episode 200, like my favorite podcasters, and I'm like, I have so much time before I get to that point. But you know what? We're just going to keep on trucking. But happy 20th episode. If you have been with me the whole time so far, listen to every single episode. Give yourself a round of applause, period. I thank you so much if you have been here this whole time and will continue to tune in every Friday or whenever you do. I mean, you don't have to listen on Fridays. You can listen to it next week, the week after that. That's the cool part about a podcast or like a YouTube video too is that it's with you forever. So you always can come back to it or listen to it later. Either way, thank you so much for listening. So I am back from New Orleans. If you watch my vlog, I kept saying New Orleans because I'm just a gal from Seattle. And, you know, I don't got that type of accent. So mine is very corny sounding. I was like, oh, I'm in New Orleans. But really, it's New Orleans. It's New Orleans. <laughs> but I posted a vlog of that entire trip so you can see visually what we did, how much fun we had. The wedding was beautiful. We went to Bourbon Street. I had beignets. We went on a swamp tour and saw some big-ass alligators. But it was so much fun. It was a short but super sweet trip. I definitely want to go back. I would love to go back like on a girl's trip and really live it up like that movie girl's trip, if you know what I mean. But it was a really awesome trip. So make sure you check out that vlog because... It's a fun one. And what I kept saying in the vlog, my camera died literally when I was still at home. Actually, I was still at home trying to vlog it and it died. I didn't have my camera battery. We tried to go to a Best Buy down there in Louisiana. They didn't have my battery. So I've been sitting with a dead camera for some days. I ordered another one and I ordered a dual charger. So that way I can always be charging two batteries or one battery. So I never deal with this again because the quality of that video is whatever. It's on my iPhone and some of it's like selfie view, not even back camera. So it's a very like to like 2010 vlog, <laughs> but it's very raw and authentic. And I still wanted to do it because it, it was a lot of fun. But if you have a camera, make sure you always have the battery and a couple chargers. Another update is that I had, did I talk about this? I sometimes, okay. When you talk a lot like me, you forget who and where you said stuff to. Like, I'm talking to my friends all the time. I'm telling them stuff. I'm talking to my parents. I'm talking to Alex. I'm talking to y'all on the podcast. I'm talking to the vlog. I be talking to TikTok sometimes. It's like, or my Instagram story. It's just too many places where I'm talking all the damn time. And sometimes I forget who I tell what to. I mean, on my Instagram, you probably have seen, I went to the Good American Callback, which was super cool. I actually have a vlog about that coming out in a couple days, so make sure you tune in to watch that. But just to get a gist, one, I 
saw Raven Simone, like, hella random. She walked, she walked right across me, like, in Hollywood. And the bodyguard and, not the bodyguard, I keep, it was security. The security and the Good American, like, coordinator was like, was that Raven? And we were like, oh my God, it was so random, but, like, kind of cool. And I felt like that was my good luck charm. And anyway, I went in, I talked to the judges, the panel, I got to talk about my story, who I was, they loved my outfit, they loved my hair, I took some pictures, then they asked me to um, basically say what I said on camera, I was like, shout out to pageants for making me stand out when it comes to speaking, but it was just a really cool experience, no matter what happens, I'm just super excited to have gotten a callback, I saw the next day, so my callback was on... My callback was on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, they had an open call for, like, any and everyone could go, and I was watching videos. The line was wrapped around the building, like, three times, and some girls were waiting in line for, like, five to seven hours and still didn't get let in, and when I went to my callback, it was literally, like, ten minutes. I walked straight I walked straight in. I had my five-minute interview. I took pictures. They interviewed me again. I think I was there for a total of 30 minutes. And that was partly because I was filming myself, like making footage for the vlog and taking pictures. Um, so I was really blessed and fortunate to have a call back and to be able to really be seen by them and not be rushed. So that was cool. But I will give you guys an update on that because this is, if I'm a part of the good squad, baby, that means I'm about to be friends with the Kardashians. Uh, yeah, very much. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's another update? Okay. I have like four formal events and birthdays all next month and each of them have to be dressed up. Like obviously that's what formal means, right? Each of them have to be dressed up. So I need four outfits. Like I usually go get, I usually go to Santee Alley for full length gowns and I literally need four because I have my friend's birthday. It's like a cocktail party. So we are going to dress in cocktail attire and then bring our favorite cocktail or one that matches the outfit. I might just wear this jumpsuit I have because I was like, let me just not do the most and like spend a bunch of money for all these different outfits when I have stuff in my closet. So I think I'm going to wear this sequence burgundy look that I have. And then we have that wedding that I've talked about before that's coming up in Miami. The year is just going by so fast. I feel like I talked about these trips like homecoming, check, New Orleans, New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans, check. Now we're about to go to Miami for that wedding. So I need to dress for that because it's black tie and then I have my other friend's birthday and that's also formal it's like a masquerade ball so I need a full-length gown for that and then I'm going to an actual ball in LA also in December the day before I leave for Miami so I got a lot of functions to hit up with a lot of cute outfits but yeah those are basically the updates that I have for y'all so let's get into the topic so today's topic is all about what I've learned while launching a brand and the reason why I want to talk about this is because I'm on episode 20 and I feel like when people, people don't make videos like this or podcasts like this until they're like well into the game and they're really successful. And then at that point, you're kind of watching, like, it's like a YouTuber. If they're like how to start YouTube, but they already have hundreds of thousands of subscribers and they make so much money off of it, it almost feels like untouchable. It almost feels hard to listen to them because you're like, dang, like, yes, it's great. I want to hear how you got to the point you got to. But then it's like part of part of you feels like they're out of touch because they're not in the current stages of grinding it out anymore, you know. So I feel like it's I feel like it'd be really nice to hear from someone that is still in the beginning phases, still grinding it out and still figuring it out at the same time. So that's why I want to talk about 
what I've learned while launching a brand. And I think a lot of people out there know that they want to start something, whether it's a business, a podcast, a YouTube channel, they want to pursue content creation, whatever it is, whatever it is, I feel like this list will be very beneficial. Also, I don't know what noises are happening back there. I keep hearing like an ambulance. I don't know if you guys hear that. I also have my space heater on and I was going to turn it off, but I'm like, I got to choose warmth. I got to put me first. I got to put me first. So let's get to the list. So since it's episode 20, you know, I have to, you know, give you 20 things I've learned about starting something. That's what I called it, starting something. And a lot of it is going to be very much based off starting a podcast or something like that. But it's super beneficial for any type of business or whatever you're trying to start. Number one, and this one is literally one through 20, if I'm being honest. This is like the main one. Number one, don't over think. I'm going to say that again. Don't overthink. That will be the death of you. If you are overthinking something that you want to do, like whether it's a project or a business, you will never get it done because your brain is going to keep telling you that you need to do more research. You need to be more perfect. It's going to keep telling you all these things and you're never going to just press go. You have to start. There's no way to be successful if you don't ever start, right? So if you're just constantly overthinking it, you won't ever get it done. And I feel like I did that a little bit because I did, like I told you guys before, I did my photo shoot last year around this time. And I didn't launch until, what was that, July? That was like half a year later before I actually pressed start in filmed my first episode, which it should not take that long at all. Like I've mentioned, like that was pure, that was purely overthinking it. So don't do that because you need to go. You have to do it. It's the only way to see the outcome of what you want. And it's the only way to see success if you actually just go for it. Number two, think of what it is that you want to do and start. So that could be anything. You could be wanting to sell clothes, sell jewelry, start a podcast, make a YouTube channel. I mean, these are just ideas. There's so many things that you could want to do. The first thing is that you do need to have a passion for it. Like you want to figure out what it is that you are wanting to sell or wanting to do. Number three, your why. So once you figure out what it is that you are actually wanting to do or sell or whatever, you want to know why are you wanting to do that? And people have many reasons for this. It could be because you're thinking, I want to be my own boss. I want to be a CEO. I want to be more creative. I want to make money. Like whatever your reason is, you want to figure out what that is. And then the extra layer is your why, like your real why. Like why, besides the money, besides being your own boss, what's the story behind why you want to start this project of whatever it is? For me in the podcast, I always knew I wanted to do a podcast because I love to talk and people have told me that I should do a podcast literally for years because they say, you know, that I got some good advice that they can, they can listen to me talk all day. You know, I talk to myself all day anyway. It just something that was very fitting. And besides, that's like my part of my why, because I just wanted to have a podcast. But the other part is that I do feel like I have valuable things to say. I feel like I make people happy. I feel like people listen to me, honestly. And I feel like I can help I and I feel like I can help people navigate through life or whatever situation they're going through. I feel like I've always been 
that shoulder for people and that hype woman for people. And I thought, why not make the world a little bit of a better place with my voice and a microphone? So that's what I'm doing. So that is my why. And you have to figure out what yours is because that's what's going to set your project over the top because you're actually going to be passionate about what you're doing. Number four, make a list of the things you want to accomplish slash your goals. So I did this when I was, you know, doing all my research, doing all the behind the scenes work for the podcast. And my goals were, my goals specifically were to be a top ranking podcast, one, and to allow this podcast to be something that elevates my career because I've always wanted to do broadcast journalism. And I feel like these days you kind of have to make a name for yourself first before you can get to that point. And that's what I'm trying to do with this. Like I want this podcast to forever be a podcast, but I would love to be able to take Dear Imani to red carpets and like people know me, they know my microphone, they know okay, that's Dear Imani, and it's a podcast, but also she does interviews. She also, maybe she has a little talk show. You know, whatever it is, like, I just want Dear Imani to be a household name. So those are my goals, like, very big, extravagant goals. So you want to see and, like, set out what your future is with your business, your product, whatever you're setting out to do. You want to make a list of the goals that you're trying to accomplish. So if you're trying to sell a product, for instance, that's a little bit different. So your goals could be, they could be financial goals. They could be, okay, I want to start off my collection with five shirts and eight and eight dresses. You know, the, the list can go on. If you're going to, if you're trying to be a content creator, you can say a goal of like, okay, by the end of the month, I want to have this amount of percentage in my engagement. You know, I want to have this amount of followers. I want to post this amount of YouTube videos in a span of a month. So just have those goals that you want to do and make them small and big. So your small goals can be something that you see in the near future and your big goals are something that you see in like your 10 year plan, but write them all down because even if you're not really sure where this product or this business or this brand is going to take you, it's always good to have a path of what your goals are going to be. Number five, follow and look at people that are in the same field and see what they are doing for ideas. So here's the thing. We are so lucky to have so many successful people in literally every walk of life walking amongst us. So they are like the blueprint. If you're trying to start a YouTube channel, why would you start your YouTube channel with a super janky camera, with horrible editing skills, when there's a blueprint right in front of you of a formula that works? And you 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 watch YouTube all the time. Why would you do something that was not up to part to what everyone else is doing. So that's what I mean by like follow and look at the people that are successful in the same field that you're doing and get ideas. See how they're editing. See how their cover photo looks. See if you're trying to sell a product, see how they're branding it. See how they're u- using their social media. See how they're u- utilizing TikTok and the and the trendy sounds to go with their product, whatever it is. You want to make sure you're looking at people around you or people that you follow to get ideas from. It's not copycatting. The thing is, most people when's a like when's the last some like when's the last time someone probably had an original original idea? I feel like at this point most things are just copy paste with a different font, you know, like it's kind of just the same formula, but everyone adds their own thing to it because we're all so different. But at the end of the day, it's not like one person just thought of this, you know, we are all kind of copying each other at the end of the day anyway. So why not just use the blueprint that's there 
that can and it can help guide you to where you want to be. Of course, of course, have your own swag to it. Add your own, you know, you know, blase blase to it. But you still want to make sure that it's up to par with everything else. And it's something that I also learned is like it's okay to not want to stand out. Like when I think about my podcast, yeah, I want to stand out because I want people to listen to me, but I also just want people to listen to me. So the same way you turn on whatever like popping podcast that's out right now, I want you to turn on Dear Imani. Like I don't, I'm not trying to be so different in the sense of like, I'm just, I'm not trying to be so different. I kind of want to be the same. I want to be the podcast that everyone listens to just like the podcast that's number one on Spotify right now. You know what I mean? So don't, I, maybe this is like a hot take, but I don't even say focus on so much what makes you so different, but focus on what's going to make people buy your product. Focus on what's going to make people watch your stuff or whatever it is that you're doing, you know? And sometimes that's just kind of blending in with the crowd a little bit, but adding your own little sparkle to it, you know, but not doing something crazy. Like it's okay to just be like, you know, what? I'm going to edit like my favorite YouTubers. I'm going to make my cover photo like my favorite YouTubers and see what happens too. Okay, next one. Figure out your audience slash demographic. So when I first started Dear Imani or when I was researching, I knew that I wanted my audience or I knew that my audience was probably going to be women and girls around my age and a little bit older and a little bit younger, just because that's already my demographic now between pageants and beauty and all that kind of stuff. And then I was probably going to have the gays too because of period, obviously. Okay. And so I knew that was my demographic. And I knew I wanted to be a podcast that was like pretty basic. I don't know if you guys listen. I don't know what podcast you listen to. Obviously this one. Okay. But I listened to pretty basic, which is with Alicia and Remy. And they've been like, they're like OG content creators. And I love their podcast. I love the vibe of it. It's so girly. It's so cute. Their studio is like the cutest thing. And I honestly took a lot of inspo from them just because I love the vibe. And it's the same as mine. Like we're around this, we're literally the same age. They're super girly. They like all the same things I do. So I was like, okay, this is a great place to start to see how I want mine to be. Another really known one is called Call Her Daddy. I liked, I like, I liked how authentic she was. I liked how, yeah, I liked how authentic she was and everything. So I kind of wanted to embody both of those just because I feel like that was like the perfect combination. Another place I looked at is Dear Media, which is Dear Media is like a network for podcasts and um, they sign on podcasts, which is another goal of mine is to be assigned to Dear Media because they literally take people's podcasts to the next level, but you kind of have to be at a certain level before they sign you on. Um, but I just looked at all those different, I just looked at all those different podcasts and networks and, you know, saw what their demographic looked like, the way they edited their stuff. And I was like, okay, this is how I want to do it too, because I want to make sure I'm reaching that same audience. So that's a, that's a major key. If you're selling a product, you want to, who are you trying to appeal to? You know, are you trying to appeal to a boomer? Are you trying to appeal to generation Z, a millennial? Who is it that you're trying to get your product to, you know, cause that, that's going to play a huge role onto how you're editing everything and, and how you're promoting your product or promoting your YouTube channel or whatever you're trying to promote. Okay. Number six or seven. I don't even know. Let's just say six. Number six, get Canva. So if you haven't heard of Canva, Canva, oh my God, Canva is that girl. Canva is this website and an app and it's for, well, what would I even say it's for? It's like, oh, it's like for marketing and design, but it's so easy. It's like the best place to make, it's like the best place to make flyers for your birthday, to make 
gra- all those little graphics that we see that we stay reposting on Instagram about like everything, those are probably made through Canva because Canva is just so easy to navigate. I pay, I think, $12 a month and it's so worth it. Canva to me is something like, even if you don't think you're going to use it or you're not even into content creation or having a business, I think that's just like a smart thing to have in general because it's only $12 a month and it's just so good. It's so good. But get Canva and make a color scheme and get some ideas of like designs that you want for your product or your brand or you what, what you want it to look like. Because your brand or whatever it is, it needs an identity. You want to be able to, you you want people to be able to look at it or look at the colors or the font and be like, oh yeah, that's Imani. You know, so for me, I love the color pink. And I know that's like, I know that can be a basic color, especially for, you know, girl brands or whatever. But I was like, I got to stay true to who I am. And I'm a pink girl, okay? So I knew I wanted my color to be pink. Um, and I knew I want my font to, I wanted my font to be cute. So I made a mood board on Canva and it had like before my cover shoot or before my, yeah, before my photo shoot, my mood board had like old Hollywood vibes and like girls on phones and robes and like, um, fresh out the shower with like a shower towel on their head. Um, just like sleepover vibe. I just wanted that really cutesy old Hollywood girly look. Um, so I went with that with my mood board and then I used the color pink. So obviously, as you can see from all my pictures and like my cover photo for this podcast, everything is pink on my decorations when I'm at the studio, they're all pink and girly. So, you know, it's just very true to who I am. And I feel like that's the identity because dear Imani is, I'm, a, I'm just a girl's girl. I'm a girly girl and I love it. So make sure your brand or your product has an identity and Canva is a huge help with that. Like I cannot preach enough how good Canva is. Just go in there and check it out. They have a free trial, I'm pretty sure. So if you're not sure if you want to pay for it yet, just go in there and just play around because you would be like, this is like, I can use this for my birthday invitation. I can use this for if you're your wedding, like if you're trying to make invitations for your wedding, like Canva is just great all around for everything you have to do. Number seven, write out what topics you want to talk about or what products that you want to sell or whatever it is. Just have that plan. So when I was launching the podcast, I had like a sheet of 30 to 40 topics that I knew I wanted to talk about. The thing is, I haven't finished those, obviously, um, because I'm only episode 20. But also, I just skip around with them too. Like there's sometimes I don't even talk about anything that's on that sheet of paper. But I always know that if I, you know, am getting a blank for the week, I can go back to that, that topic list and pick a topic from there. So I just had an idea of what I wanted to talk about and what I wanted my audience to hear. So make that list. So you're more clear of what you want to do. And then when it comes to selling something or a product, in my experience is you want to know what it is that you're really trying to sell. And like I already talked about what that audience is, because in the beginning of Miss Girl Co, my clothing brand, I feel like I was trying to reach like any and everybody, honestly. Like I knew, I knew my, my reach was going to be girls, girls, and like girls that love to dress cute and maybe a little bit extra. Um, but I was trying to like sell everything, like workout clothes and loungewear and dress up clothes and like pageant interview looking outfits. And for one person it's just too much. So that was my whole plan with like, um, rebranding was to niche down to something that in my opinion was more, 
occasion wear. That's what that's my goal is to like have a line that's filled with dresses and sets, but just stuff that you would wear when you're going somewhere where you have to be super cute because it's going to be an easier niche for me personally. Um, obviously I have taken a break with that just because I've been really focusing on the podcast, but I have, but that is still very much a thing. I just want to, I just want to relaunch at a time that is just more beneficial for me. But all that to say, I had a plan of what I wanted. Like I was like, okay, when I was shopping and when I was shopping around for what I wanted to sell, I was like, okay, I want a few loungewear. I want a couple dresses. I want a couple tops and I want at least two sets to start with. I had a plan of what I wanted to sell at first because that just made me, it just made me feel more organized. So make sure you have a plan and write down the products that you're trying to sell. If you're trying to do a podcast, like I said, write down those topics so you know exactly what you want to talk about. Number eight, find a team to help you. And by a team, I just mean like friends and family. When you're hearing people that are successful and they're like, my team, my team, they have like an assistant, they have this, they have that. You're probably not going to be at that point in the beginning. It's going to be a one person show. Like my clothing brand, one person show. I was literally shopping out the clothes. I was taking the pictures, finding the models, editing the pictures, shipping all of the products, making the labels. Like I was doing everything, the packaging, I was doing it all by myself. And that's how, and that's how most things start. You're going to kind of do it by yourself. So when I say find a team, I mean like friends and family that have the talents that can help you even just a little bit in the beginning. So luckily for me, I have a very talented friends and I feel like that's going to be we're all, and I feel like that's what's so cool about being, being in the entertainment industry and having friends in this industry is that we can truly all help each other, like in all capacities. Um, so one of my friends, Phil, shout out to Phil. He is a amazing photographer. He does photography for like headshots. He does them for school portraits, for weddings. He just does it all. Um, and like, and like fashion looking ones, he's just really good. So I asked him if he could do my shoot. And <laughs> me and him are good friends and he's so sweet and lets me pay him in Raising Cane's, <laughs> the chicken tenders. <laughs> so, um, I'm always super thankful for him and, you know, I can't wait for one day when I'm just making tons of money, I can just like cut people a fat check and he would definitely be one of them because he's helped me and I know it will continue to help me, but he took my photos for my cover photo and like my promo for Dear Imani. So the pictures that you see with me on the phone and stuff. All those pictures are from Phil. So shout out to him. If you need someone to take pictures, go to him. Anyway, the pictures turned out phenomenal. Like I love them. So that's a prime example of, you know, getting a team. So now I have him a part of what I call like my team. So when I know, I know when I want to update my pictures, I'm going to go to him because I know he's so good that he's reliable. So that was that. The second thing I did was I found a location to shoot my podcast at. I knew that I wanted to have video format because I feel like that's the easiest way people grow a podcast is through reels and TikToks. Like if you're uh, um, an avid TikTok scroller, you have probably seen people's podcasts pop up, like little clips of them. And then you may have listened to them or you may have not, but either way they're getting traction. So I was like, I need to have video footage. And plus I feel like a huge part of my personality is like my facial expressions, my facial expressions, how I move my hands all of that. And then also like, I'm, I know I'm a, I'm a bad bitch. So I'm like, that's going to work in my favor. Cause I'm pretty. Um, so I'm like, this face needs to be seen, honey. And also I want my brand to be me. Like, I don't want to just be a voice. I want people to know who I am when I walk down the street 
and be like, dear Imani, you know, so I knew I needed a video format, but I also knew I didn't have that room in the place I live in because the extra room, like me and Alex both have our own rooms. Um, he has a studio cause he does music. And then I have my glam room slash closet slash office space. And that has no room in it. Cause Alex built me like a built in walk-in closet thing. And there's just no room for a podcast setup. So I was like, okay, I need to find a location. So I ended up Googling ones like in LA and stuff. And one, it was just like far. I was like, oh, this is annoying to have to go to every week. I don't want to drive down there. And then two, they just weren't giving like the backdrop. And I randomly found the podcast place. So that's where I shoot. It's in Long Beach. So if you are wanting to make a podcast, like, and you live in the Orange County area, Long, well, that's not Orange, Orange County, but if you live in that area, Long Beach, the podcast place is amazing to shoot at because one, the producer is super sweet. So I have a producer for the show. When I'm filming at home, like right now, I edit and do all the things by myself. But when I go to the studio, I get there, I book the time, reserve it. He already has my setup all there. So it's custom. Like any podcast can bring their own decorations, their own curtains to make it fit their brand, which I did. So that's why it's all pink and cute. But once I get there, I just sit down. It's already, it's already set up for me. I do my thing. And then one second. Did you mean to call me? Did you mean to call me? Did I call you? Yeah. No. Oh. Where where are you? I just got here. To Inglewood? Yeah. That fast? Yeah, it took me like probably like 35. Dang, I'm just over here talking away on this podcast. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Love you. I love you too. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, I don't even know where I left off. <laughs> Dang, he released it. He's like, he made it to Inglewood. He's going to his friend's house. And I'm over here like, he literally just left. Like, I literally just kissed him goodbye. And he's already there. That is so weird. But then I'm looking at the, the time and it says 35 minutes I've been recording. So I guess that would make sense. But I just be having so much fun talking. I don't even know where the time be going. I don't even know where I was. I think I was talking about, oh, like finding a team. So yeah, the podcast plays, how the producer, oh, I was, I was explaining the process. So I just, I do my thing. I record and then he sends me the file. If I need him to edit anything, he edits it all for me and he sends me the file, the audio and the video. And then I go from there. But yeah, so I I basically, I feel like I found a team of people that are going to help me and we're going to, you know, continue to grow together at the same time, which is what it's all about. So talk to your friends and your family that have those connections or, you know, um, talents that can help you. Number nine, once you have the name and everything, so once you have the name of your business, the name of your podcast, the name of your YouTube channel, whatever, get the domains and the websites and all like the selling permits and the equipment needed, get all of that. That's the next step. So what I did is I knew that Deary Mining was the name. So I got the domain domains are like pretty cheap, like 12 bucks a year or something. And you can go to GoDaddy or Wix. I think mine is with Go with GoDaddy. 
And so I have my domain. So once you get the domain, that's how you can get an email that looks and sounds more professional. So instead of like dearimani at gmail.com, I get to have hello at dearimani.com. So the Gmail on like Google is their domain. So my domain is dearimani. So therefore you have an actual professional email. So get the domain, get the website, get the, get the um, email address. So it's all like concise and professional looking and clean. If you're trying to sell something, you need a seller's permit. You need an EIN number. Those are all things you can look up. I got both of those things in literally minutes. I just registered for them. Then I was able to sell stuff. So that's how I was able to, you know, start my Miss Girl Co. clothing brand. And because I have a seller's permit, then I'll have to re-register it for Dear Imani, I believe. But like when I want to sell merch one day, I'll be able to have the ability to, ability to do that because I have a seller's permit or equipment. Because I film in the studio, I don't need all the high-tech equipment for a podcast. You only need a microphone and a computer and a camera. And you might not even need a camera. If you just simply are doing the audio, you just need a microphone and that's it and some earphones. And obviously something to record it with, so your computer. I use just this Quick Play in the Mac computer. So it's already QuickTime Player. I use that to edit. I use iMovie. Um, I got this microphone from, dang, I'm so trash. Where'd I get? So, somewhere cheap. I got. I don't even get, I didn't even get an expensive microphone, honestly, because I was like, it's not necessary. Let's just start. That's my whole thing with don't overthink it. If you overthink it and looking for the perfect microphone, the perfect camera, the perfect, you know, the perfect with a software to edit in, and you're never going to launch just because you're going to be overthinking it all. So I just got a microphone. And boom, when I'm recording at home, it sounds just fine for now until I want to elevate, okay? And then when I'm recording in the studio, it's obviously all super professional equipment. But overall, get the things that you need. Get the domains, get the websites, get the seller's permit, whatever it is. Now it's time, number 10, it's time to go. It's time to put it into action. So now that you have recorded your first podcast or you've launched your product, you've launched your business, you launched your brand, what is next? So for starters... Start off organized. This is something that I wish I did better with Miss Girl Co. It's like you're going to have so much paperwork from when you're like buying your product and like selling it or whatever. You're going to have the receipts. You're going to have just stuff for taxes, all all these things that are going to make you unorganized. And you want to start off organized. That way it doesn't become overwhelming and you have all this paper that's not in the right place. If you're doing stuff on a video, like a YouTube channel, or you're doing a podcast, have a folder for all of your videos. Have a folder for, if you're doing YouTube, all your vlogs is one folder. All your get ready with me's or another folder. Like whatever it is, just stay organized. I have on my computer a file for everything I do. I have like official documents. I have a file for Miss Girl Co., Dear Imani, and Pageant Coaching. And that just keeps me organized. I mean, I could do a lot better with that just because... I feel like I, oh, and I have a YouTube one. I feel like I've done a lot better recently, but with Miss Girl, I was like overwhelmed, honestly, just because it's just a one woman show, um, like I said, but try your best to start off organized because it's going to save you the hassle later on. Number 12, you've launched. Hype it all up now. You cannot be scared to promote yourself all over social media platforms, talking to your friends and family about it, to asking them to repost, you know. You have to promote it. Specifically for a podcast, you need those small clips 
like reels and TikToks, like that type of vertical angle. So you can repurpose them and use that as like little clickbaits because that's what's going to help you get those numbers and get those followers because people are going to think it's funny or it's going to be like a hot topic or a hot take. You just need those little clips that you can edit. And I just use iMovie and an app called InShot, which are like great editing apps. I think another one is um, CapCut. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Yeah. CapCut. Um, just using those apps to like edit your videos and what and whatnot. But going back to hyping it up, you have to hype it up. You have to post it everywhere. I mean, people are not going to know about what you're doing or selling if you don't hype it up. Like maybe even before you even launch, like give a little, you know, Easter egg and like what you're trying to do. And then that way people are like, hmm, what do they got going on? And then boom, you hit them with the launch, you know, and that's going to make that's going to make people excited. But you know, when people start reposting it, post it back to your story. You got to make everything look grand and like hype it all up. Number 13, understand that the momentum can slow down after launch day or the beginning of something. So right away when I launched Miss Girl Co., I was I had a bunch of orders because obviously like everyone was being really supportive and excited. So people were buying. And then as time goes on, obviously it starts to go down and starts to dwindle because that's just how business works. Every day is not going to be a popping day in sales. That's just not, that's not, that's like unheard of, you know? So just know that over time it might slow down. Even my podcast, like some episodes don't have as many listeners or watchers as another episode. And that's just what it is. You know, maybe people are going to watch it later or they're not caught up yet from the other episodes and they're going in order, whatever it is. You just have to understand that it's not always going to look the same. It's not always going to be the same numbers or analytics either. Number 14, reach out to guests slash influencers to help you grow. Everyone needs a team. So I kind of already say that about needing a team, but once you have their product or the podcast, you want to have guests on the show because the guests are going to help you reach a different type of audience. Everyone, no matter how big or small, has their own audience that's watching and listening to them. So why not take a little bit of a little bit of everyone's audience to make your audience super grand, right? If you have a product, that's the same thing that do that they do with influencers. The influencers puts on the product and then they you know, bring it to their audience, which ultimately brings it to your business or your brand or whatever it is that you're trying to do. So how I have tried to reach out to people is through DM or sometimes their email. If it's on their IG bio, a lot of people have like agencies and stuff. So you're kind of talking to someone else. And at the end of the day, you have to say how you're going to benefit them with anything that you're trying to sell to somebody. It has to benefit the person. I mean, think about the things that we do every single day. We go to Starbucks because it's benefiting us. I'm, I don't have to make my own coffee. I get energy from the caffeine. It's a win-win situation. Clothing. I get to look cute in the outfit that I just bought. I get to feel like a bad bitch in the outfit I just bought. Whatever it is, we are being served in some degree. So you have to, when you're reaching out to people to kind of help you and build your team, you have to give them what you can offer them. When you're in the beginning, it feels like you really can't offer much. Like when I'm, I'd be like reaching out to big old influencers and like, you know, just trying to go, go big or go home. And I'm thinking, I'm like, what can my little old podcast, you know, little old podcast for right now do to help someone that's already like into the game of, that's already in the game of influencing and being, you know, having a big brand for themselves. So what I say in my emails is something along the lines of like, I think it's really cool when people can see a different side of 
side of you. And some, like some of these influencers don't really talk at all. And so when I reach out to an influencer that maybe only does fashion or beauty and you don't hear them talk, I'm like, this is, this could be a great opportunity for your audience to hear you speak and who you are and share your story and like who you are as a person and see your personality a little bit more. And what I offer is like, I will edit all the clips, like their best moments on the show, on the podcast and send it to them so they can utilize it and have a lot of footage or content that they can post on their page, you know? So that's kind of what I'm trying to offer for them. Just a place to show their personality. Not that I am a big podcast, but it does give them the ability to go somewhere and speak and like people can, people can hear their voice. So that's what I feel like I have to offer at the moment, you know, as you grow into your business or grow into your podcast or whatever it is, you can offer more. You're going to be able to maybe offer money, offer like a lot of money, offer, I have a million followers, so you probably want to be on this podcast. They might be begging, you know, begging to come, coming on to my show. So either way, it has to benefit, it has to benefit the person you're trying to reach out to, but definitely reach out to people to help your business grow, help your brand grow. Because like I said, everyone needs a team. No one has gone to where they are today without people that have supported them and helped them along the way. Number 15, continue to think and write out ways to be creative and keep people engaged. I've already talked about how you can lose momentum. You want to make sure that you are keeping the people engaged. You know, like our generation is very like on to the next, on to the next. Like how are you going to get people to continue to want to listen to you, continue to buy your product? Like how, especially in today's moving, like ever changing time, like or ever changing society, we just move so freaking fast. None of us have any patience, so you have to keep people, like, excited. So write out what your goals are. So you already in the beginning wrote out what your big and small goals were, but now that you've launched your thing, you started your something, write the goals again to see, like, what goals have changed and, like, what you plan to do in the future now that you understand, like, what it's like to launch it, right? So for me, what I've been thinking about is like my season two photo shoot. Like I went, whenever I stop season one, I want my, I want each season to have a different cover photo and like a different theme. So I've been thinking about the theme of what I want that to look like. Um, when I want to shoot that, shoot that, it's going to be like well into next year. Cause I still love my photos now. And you know, I'm still very, very new. So I won't be doing a season two anytime soon, but, um, like I'm thinking about what I want that look to be in that mood board. And I, I'm doing holiday specials. I'm thinking about what my next um, in-person event is going to be because, you know, I had the Dear Imani Times AKT and that was a lot of fun. But like, what's the next one going to be? So just thinking of ways that are thinking of ways to continue to be creative and keep the audience engaged. Number 16, listen to the viewers slash consumers and what they like slash don't like so you can improve. So. I mean, luckily for me, y'all have been nothing but nice and kind about what you like about the podcast. But if people had critiques, then that's something that I would have to or I should be open to listening to. Oh, what? My mom, she told me in my video podcast, I don't. She told me that my shoulders be slumped over. So I need to like straighten up because I look I look crusty, basically. Like I need to have better posture. So I try to take that note and I'm like, now I honestly constantly think about it when I'm sitting in the chair, like Imani straighten up because your mom's going to be mad. So that was criticism that I took and am trying to apply. Right. So if you're selling something and someone's like, okay, this product's not working, it's not good. It's low quality, whatever you kind of do have to listen to make sure that the consumer is, is happy. 
Um, so that's also why I ask for reviews. Um, um, five stars only. Don't get crazy now. I be asking, but I don't. I don't know. I don't want nothing but five stars. Okay. Um, so if it's not a five star, don't even rate it. <laughs> but you know, listen to your viewers, listen to the listeners, listen to the consumers, and see what they like. So you can see what's working too. If your numbers are staying at a certain point, if you're not getting any traction, not getting any followers, you might have to look at it again and be like, okay, what should I be doing? You know, but also that takes so much time to like gain, gain momentum to gain a brand. Like, obviously I'm like very, very new. Like I'm going to be happy when I reach 500 followers on my Dear Imani account, you know? So I'm going to be happy when I reach a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It's just like, those are my little goals that I have for myself. But in order to get to that point, I have to figure out ways that, you know, my consumer or my viewer and my listener is happy. Number 17. And this is the most important one. This is probably number one and number two. Don't overthink in this one. Number 17, be consistent and don't give up. Literally be consistent, be consistent. That is probably my biggest downfall when it comes to multiple things in my life, multiple things. Okay including working out and eating good, but being consistent. I feel like I've recently found a a routine. I still need to, you know, work on TikTok because that is just not my thing. I love to scroll, but I don't love to post for some reason. I don't know. I think it's because I'm just used to the apps that I use already. But anyway, I've been able to find more of a routine, like posting, like always having my camera on me, always trying to think of what my next YouTube video could be making sure I'm having posts on Instagram regularly. And I have actually seen um, a change in my followers and engagement, which is really good. Like my reels have, have done pretty good. My YouTube shorts have done pretty good. I've gained followers on Instagram. So, you know, I just need to be more consistent on TikTok and things like, and things like that to continue to grow. But you have to be consistent. There's just no way you're going to grow in whatever it is that you're trying to do without being consistent. If you have a goal in the gym to like gain muscle, how are you going to gain muscle if you are not consistent? It's just not going to work. If you have a goal of getting a certain type of GPA in school, how are you going to get a 4.0 GPA if you're not consistent with your studying? You know, it's just like not going to work. You have to be consistent, which is usually the downfall for most people, which is why there's only a certain amount of successful people anyway, because those people that actually made it, you know, with all, there's a lot of variations. That's why people get successful. But one of them is because those people were consistent and they never give up. As soon as you give up, you will never even, as soon as you give up, you'll never see the success. You'll never see the goal that you have because you never even, you didn't do it long enough to see it. You gave up or you weren't consistent. So being consistent is the number one thing. So this is number 18, which is the last one, but I know this is 20 because I think I just numbered them wrong and I just went on talking and talking and talking, but this is, okay, this is the last one then. <laughs> I know I just jumped from 17, but number 20, have fun. So there's a whole reason why you started whatever it is that you're starting, right? Like you have your why, you know why you're doing it, and now it's, you just have to have fun. Like you want to, every day is not going to be easy. Every day is not going to be fun. But at the end of the day, you started this all for a specific reason. And that's because it probably made you happy. So continue to have fun with whatever you are doing. So those are my 20 things that I've learned trying to start something. <laughs> I'm like, that's so vague, but I feel like I wanted it to be something that you guys can all benefit from, especially since 
I'm assuming that most of the people that are listening are have been interested in social media, starting a business, YouTube, maybe a podcast, just something along the lines where you want to start something, you know? Um, so I feel like this list helped. I mean, these are the things that I've learned and I, I did to start to start my podcast and I, you know, went into talking about Miss Girl Co. So I really hope that was really beneficial for you. If it wasn't, then I just hope you like listening to my voice and, you know, supporting another episode of Dear Imani. <laughs> but if you have any questions about any of the things that I talked about, I'm an open book. Like I want us all to win, you know, like I want everyone to be successful. There's room for every single last one of us to be a winner. There's a seat at the table for everyone. I was looking at it like this. There's 7 billion people in the world. So everyone can have an audience. Everyone can be successful. So we can just all help each other. So if you have any questions about if you want to start a podcast, if you want to start a business, if you want to know the software that I'm using or whatever, how I'm editing it, if you have any, any questions, I'm always an open ear and an open book. So for Imani's final thoughts, if not you, then who? And that's just the T right there, short and sweet. Here's the thing. You can be the next big thing. You can accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish. We are always like doubting ourselves a little bit like, oh, like that feels grand. That feels big. But if not you, then who? Because it's going to be somebody. So why can it be you? Simple as that. So whatever it is that you're thinking about, I hope this episode inspired you to just launch it, to just go for it, to just do it. Press start, press go. And that's that. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I will try my best to be in the studio next week because I know we all love a video format, okay? So I'll be in the studio next week. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate this podcast five stars because it really does help me. Every week I see a little bit more five stars coming from you guys. So keep up, keep that up, please, and thank you. But thank you so much, and I will see y'all next week. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!